All right, we're back on another episode of When a Nerd Starts Over. I am Dan, and I'm very, very excited about this particular episode. Um, one, uh, I got two people on this show. One, you people who do listen to this podcast are pretty familiar uh, with uh, this person, but someone who I happen to become friends with on Twitter, and I know she's awesome. She's also a member of a different podcast, the Fan Drunk Podcast, and uh, I'm glad that she is on here. I want to welcome Tony for the program hi thanks for having me and oh awesome i'm very happy and someone who is not a stranger to the program but is in fact strange it is francis <laughs> from <laughs> sincere sarcasm thanks yeah you know you seem to you can't get rid of me dan you just can't seem to get rid of me <laughs> I guess not. You're you're on every podcast. I, mean, I know uh, that I throw out there. Maybe <laughs> when I watch that uh, that crappy movie, the Emoji Movie today, we can do a show about how bad that movie is. Oh. I'm sure you would not pay money to watch that film. No, I would not. <laughs> but more power to you Even for it? doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so not looking forward to it. Um, but well, I wanted to talk today about the idea of love. I know it's very very basic. You know, and when you think of discussions about love, you think about, you know, I, I remember when I first asked, like, my mom about it. I was like, like, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. And there was this girl I had, like, this these feelings for. And I'm like, she makes me feel weird. I wonder if that's love. You know, I had, like, this weird kind of. And I had to ask her about it. It's and called say, puberty. Mom, is that love that I just want to share my lunch with her every day? And, um, Did and you really said, say you know, that? Because that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> if love was only that easy huh oh he shares his lunch with me that's love um but no it she in, in a typical traditional filipino way she thought it was crazy so uh but she said it in tagalog and in bad words so i probably won't repeat that here <laughs> um <laughs> but it's a valid question even has like a 38 year old like you know like me um i still question like is that real love i mean if you were to even define what it is, I mean, what, how could you define it? Wow, the eternal question, right? Uh, usually, what is when somebody asks what is love, the usual response is "baby, don't hurt me." So, I mean, I don't really, <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't know if we have God. a definitive. <laughs> This is what I came here for, <laughs> Oh, no. To- Come on. We've done a podcast together, Tony. You know what's up. I know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I guess as the, the one who is representative of the person who may have felt it at some point or another. Um, yeah, it's really difficult to explain because it's – I think if I were to ever say, have I ever been in love, I would say it happened to me twice in my life. Um, at least. Uh, I think everything else was either I was horny or I was, um, you know, just infatuated. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what, but I'm just saying, like, there, you know, you're, 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 everything else is thinking Around. for you. This sounds even more creepy, honestly. It does. Oh, but I mean, like, you know, you, yeah. but you have a tendency, like, look, you have things think for you sometimes when you, when you, you're not thinking straight. It, it happens. It just does. Well, that's the difference between love and lust, though. Yeah. 
lust is the more physical response yeah. to what most people confuse for love anyway i right. think you're right no you're absolutely right lust is definitely it's it, it, we, yeah i guess the technical term is infatuation people mm-hmm. see somebody uh, they are instantly physically attracted to them and then they think that's love and because everything everything's racing your your heart's racing your brain's racing your blood's racing everything's just racing when you're thinking about that person but you don't even know who that person is and yeah. so you know I, i'm assuming then tony you've you've had some some infatuations <laughs> um i think and god help me if anyone that i've actually dated listens to this um, <laughs> we're actually going to email it to them <laughs> right after the show <laughs> well ladies sorry um including my last one um god i so i really weird in this when a lot of people like grow up and they have that experience of like their first love and that sort of thing like I never really had that and I think it was because like my childhood was just filled with like so many family members dying that that was like the thing like I was focused on was like the end game in life and not necessarily anything else that got me through it Um, so I've been in I've been in relationships I've been in serious ones I've been married like it's it's one of those things where when I, I say you know I've never really been in love people are like well you've been in a partnership what do you mean it became like a matter of like necessity like I needed someone like and there was a dependency um there was an infatuation to the point of like where I was like oh they're really cute or you know I like like you know being around them for a certain period of time kind of thing. Um, but that whole head rush, like just boom, you're it kind of thing. I haven't like really ever felt, um, in the past. So it's, it's like when people ask me, like, what do you know? How do you know if it's love? And for me, love for me is like that feeling of like, I want to give you my lunch or I want to like (laughs) make sure that you're taken care of or I want to buy you flowers or, you know, in the middle of the night, like I want to talk to you or sneak out and see you or like that kind of thing. Because like, I want to be around you to me. That's love. If I want to be around you, I love you. Like, (laughs) so it's that it's, it's one of those kind of things, but yeah. So no, in, in the past I, I, I didn't. I'm really sorry. <laughs> people, people have felt that way for me, so I kind of just like went along with it, thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe it'll like it'll it'll just happen. And it 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 never did. Like it just didn't. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can appreciate well, that. For sure. <laughs> I, I think I think for me, like, I've always been um really into uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real big movie watcher. Mm-hmm. And so I've always been, that's like always been like my dream, like watching, you know, I watch like rom-coms and like I'm watching like The Notebook or like Sleepers in Seattle. Like that was my idea of what like love was like. Um, yeah. You had that click moment and it was just fate. It was like destiny. And I, and I would over, I guess like analyze everything in <laughs> relationships to see if like, man, I think what I'm going through right now is how Tom Hanks felt and you got mail. And like it was like this, <laughs> this weird thing and, and and that's dangerous because it's mm-hmm. like now i'm like i don't feel that way um something must be wrong with me yeah um, yeah 
so I don't know. And and even now, it's like it's still hard to define. Even as a guy who just got divorced, I mean, I don't even know if I was. If I look back at it, was I really, really, really in love in that marriage? Yeah, I mean, again, being in the same boat as you, Dan, in that I, I believe I, you know, for my relationship before the, the divorce was, I believe that was my second time I was in love because that was the person who I pretty much we were inseparable for years. And uh, it, it was kind of an it was kind of movie esque, you know. We saw I saw her from a distance, and I had to get to know her, and blah 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 blah, you know. So it was very kind of from more like a teenage rom-com than anything else, I guess. Not really necessarily one of those uh, Tom Hanks films or whatever. But, you know, it's it's hard. It, it really is hard to kind of put into words what it is because it's different per person. Like everyone, I, and I'm not just saying like every individual feels loved differently. No, who, how you love another person is different mm-hmm. each time. You know, the right. first time I, the first person I fell in love with wasn't like I had to talk to them every day. I just had this overwhelming concern to like make sure that, you know, like I wanted to make sure they're all right. I wanted to make sure that they were happy, things like that. Uh, in this That's case. unconditional. That's unconditional love. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And so it was, that was my first experience with it. That's when I knew I was like, okay, I got it. I must be in love with this person. Sadly, you know, the, the the feeling wasn't necessarily mutual in the end for both cases, I guess, Um, because yeah, that's the other thing. It fluctuates and it changes and it evolves with you and the other person. So it's really hard to kind of just say definitively, this is what it is. But I think there's like a little bit of a template, like a little bit of like a, okay, well, here points A, B, and C that says, hey, maybe you might be in the whole love thing. Like there's, there's these, different, uh, th- these different factors that'll kind of determine, well, I, it's better, it's more than like, you know, it's more than liking a person or it's more than being infatuated with a person. You just, you genuinely, you, you genuinely kind of feel different inside. And that's the thing, it like rewires your brain. I think that's what love does. It rewires your brain. You like changes it up enough to where that person does something to you where your brain doesn't react the same way as it would with anybody else. And I think that's kind of, yeah. And that's kind of where the, I think that's where you can kind of determine whether or not you're in love is when that, when you finally realize, and it's hard to tell sometimes, but you'll, you'll notice like, wait a minute, when I think about this person or when I'm with this person, I don't react the no- the normal way like if I was just trying to get in their pants or something. Like I want something else. Like I want something more. And so I think that's kind of how you can at the very basic level tell whether or not you're in love with someone. Yeah, I agree. I think with like what to credit to what Dan's saying is media with like film and music, music in particular, no, music. we've been kind of like hardwired to think that it's like, if you don't feel this way, then you're not in love. And I think like, for me, it is that sense of like unconditional, unconditional, ash- un- I can't even talk. Unconditionality of feelings. And like, for me as a person, like, I make sense it, because I can be myself. Yes. You know? Yeah. And that that's really, really important to me. That's extremely valuable because that is not something I've been able to have in past relationships. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, the I would say that like even though I love a good freaking love song, like give me Celine Dion any day of the week, uh, definitely it definitely does. Like if you don't feel exactly like that, you think something's wrong with you, and it, it it's not. Their love isn't exactly like what we've been fed, basically. Yeah. It's nothing like what we've been fed, actually. No, I don't Disney think, number one yeah. is a huge perpetrator of this. So yeah, we and and for like girls in particular, I know little boys watch Disney too, but like for <laughs> us in particular, we have been bred to believe that there is a Prince Charming out there. So like, yeah, yeah. Well, no. and I guess even from the Disney boys perspective, like you're kind of expected to stumble upon the girl of your dreams. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Just like, it's like just, it, it doesn't take any work. You're just going to hmm. find her in the damn woods. <laughs> yeah, or like oh, floating in the beach. <laughs> you know? or, or, or you're going to hold her captive in your castle. Right. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, that doesn't happen normally? Are you telling me that doesn't happen normally? <laughs> Jeez, dang, you've got a long way to go, buddy. <laughs> oh, man, because I've been looking through the woods. I've been you know, at the beach. Just... And I, I'm still working on the castle thing, um, um, but no, I mean, but then okay, like you said, I what what you what Tony said is is pretty crucial to me is the fact that being able to be your full self, mm-hmm. um, completely naked, I guess, like I mean, that's like I mean, that's as deep as it can get, like, because um, in the beginning, when you're basically courting or you're dating someone like that, um, your feelings can kind of lie to you a bit because you're. I mean, to be honest, you're not really yourself. You're you're, you're throwing out your good stuff. Yeah, you're They're the best throwing you. out their good stuff. So then it's like when the bad stuff starts to show up or the good stuff isn't shown as much, that's kind of where you, you're at the line. Like, do you have enough feelings to really uh, continue this? I mean, that, I mean is that yeah. considered the end of, like, say, we like we, the honeymoon phase is when the... The real person so, shows up. So um, there, there are actually studies about this, about how you really don't know a person within three years of like being around them. Like that is when you <laughs> fully have time to figure out like their ins and outs and a lot of their like skeletons in their closets and stuff like that. And as much as like we don't want to admit it, skeletons do matter. Even if you care about someone a lot, they can, um, whatever's happened to someone in a past can completely change like who they are now and how they react within your relationship. And just because someone's cute doesn't mean that that's enough to keep them around. (laughs) So um, the three year mark usually is when couples break up. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a huge, huge pinpoint for divorces as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Your three year mark is even though you've been together for like X amount of years as being married, like usually about three years is usually when it it snaps. Um, I usually have a three year mark break of relationships. Um, If you get past that and we get into like the more serious phase, it's about six is when that's over then. So, um, so I think multiples my of three. That's, uh, well, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I think that I, you know, I'm the kind of person that I'm, I'm not always exceptionally open. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I don't like hide things per se. <laughs> so like my skeletons or whatever, like you're going to know like the big ones that like make me who I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm that kind of person in the beginning. I'm not like a lot of fluff in the beginning. So I really do try to be like myself in the beginning, but I lose myself along the way, which is why relationships end after three years with me because I change because yeah. So I think that like the three year mark is important. Um, And I, you know, honestly, I think you should, you should be honest about, stuff in the beginning like it's really hard in the honeymoon phase because you're just like everything's great there's so much sex and like you just don't want it to end but you have to be real about like hey am i responsible with money (laughs) hey am i scared of this thing um am i controlling as a result of this thing like you need to be honest about that and a lot of people aren't introspective enough to be that honest which is why you end up finding out over the years yeah yeah that the the term originally for that was the seven-year itch Um, yep but yeah it it has been (laughs) yeah my longest my longest relationship was uh seven and a half years wow yeah same here same here yeah and yeah, it has been downgraded to about three or four uh, years yeah. where um, just just the general cycle of people, they, they do have a tendency to change. Now, the thing is, with the honeymoon phase, um, I know people who still, well, what was it? Wasn't uh, the, your last guest was like, I'm still in it after six years. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The sex is good. The sex is good. <laughs> yeah, apparently. It must, it must be. Because no. I'm just saying six years is a lot. That's a- I think you can be. I, I really, I think that there are some people who are genuine from the start mm-hmm. and they do fall in love. And I, I cause I've seen it. Like mm-hmm. i I have friends that I, I know the moment that they met, like watching it happen. And I'm like, that is it. Like I have no way of identifying these kind of things for myself. Like, (laughs) so (laughs) you have to see me out in the wild. It's real. Um, so, but I, I mean, he could be, I just, I've never had that. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm yeah. Because I, you know, I was th- you know I was thinking about it, and the one thing that they don't ever tell you about the whole love thing is that it actually takes work. That's mm-hmm. the part that they don't right. say. It's it's always the butterflies. It's always mm-hmm. the uh, the romantic dinners and the flowers and the or the getaways. And it's not the well, you know what? At some point, you guys actually know who each other are, and the happily ever after bit is over. You know, mm-hmm. and maybe you're still in your sure, maybe you're still in your honeymoon phase, but it takes work to keep that thing alive. You know, it takes work to keep the the romance a thing that that just is ongoing you know love isn't just like you're there and it's there forever no it can go away if you're not putting any oh, effort yeah. into it <laughs> exactly yeah you, you have to actually put some effort and some some actual you got to get your hands dirty sometimes to be able to make sure that that's a thing that keeps on going and well, oh, go ahead i'm sorry i was gonna say earlier you said something about how like uh, the seven year itch changed to the three three-year itch. And I think it, it also has to do with the way that we've communicated has changed Yes, within that kind of time. Like we're dealing with like, I mean, <laughs> we went from letters to tele or telegraphs, letters, like that kind of thing to telephone calls to mm-hmm. now we have like constant communication. Yeah. So it's one of those oh. things now where like you can figure out really 
effectively, not within seven years, if someone is like the person that you actually should be with or not. So I think that that has a lot to do with it too. Yeah. And we've kind of like relationships have really evolved in the sense of back in the day, like just a hundred years ago, you couldn't just date around. You couldn't, you didn't, you only had access to your neighborhood of people you could fall in love with. You didn't have this vast small town. (laughs) Yeah. You had a small town. I was so scared of that. No. Yeah, you didn't have the vast network of the internet to be like, okay, well, there's this person over in this state over here or this country over here that I'm like, oh, that's it. You know, I so I encountered this on a personal level, actually, because we didn't really have internet out where I was from until I was like in high school and we had dial up. And that was the first time I talked to someone (laughs) in another country. Yes. So I firsthand experience can mm-hmm. confirm this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, and and so we the concept of love has had to evolve too. I think the the old I mean I think the fifties version of like you meet someone love at first sight. Well, you got a factory job. She stays at home, takes care of the kids. You're together for sixty years. Yep. Maybe you guys still love each other. Maybe you don't. But that whole love concept has had to change rapidly over the last twenty years. Like it had to change fast. Because you have access to so much more people, access to so much more yes. cheating, you know, access to so much more, like, everything. Like, the, the possibilities of a relationship lasting longer is a little harder now because all it takes is, like, a chat window from some rando over here that kind of gets your attention. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Hmm. Well, also the whole interpretation of, like, there's only one fish in the sea. Now we absolutely have the whole bandwidth of what the sea is (laughs) it's not just geographically within your area it's not just even within your own country Mm -hmm. so that is another thing too i think the whole thing of like there's so many distractions towards relationships um that does contribute to breakup and divorce factors but also at the same time that also depends on the purpose the person like to me if you go and chat me and i'm really like headstrong into something even in the relationships where I wasn't, I was not a cheater. Like that's just, that depends on the person too. So culturally, yeah, that's a thing, but I think it's just, now we're more aware of it because good old boys had their own like way back in the day too. (laughs) So, and women did too. They just got stoned for it. So, well, I mean, I I wonder then what happens then? Like, I mean, you said that, well, we had a seven-year itch. Mm-hmm. It went down to the three-year, like, honeymoon phase, right? And now that we have access to, like, all these different people, whether it's, you know, the internet, Tinder, OkCupid, whatever, Match.com, eHarmony, that makes you think, I mean, that has to play into part, yes, uh, a rise in, like, I guess, like, extracurricular activities within your relationships. Extracurricular. <laughs> I mean, that, makes you, that makes you think, like, well, definitely are we even really like meant to be with just one person? Yeah. Yeah, it makes you think. And that's why people, because like I said, like the whole, my cat is tearing up a bit right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that totally opens up the entire thing of like, there's more than one fish in like the sea because the whole, the game pool has opened up. So yeah, like you have a bad fight with your current girlfriend who you might love a lot. You get online and you talk to someone else who's cuter and not directly in front of you and doesn't know your demons. So guess what? End game. Like that is how that works. And I, 
it makes it makes me sad. But yeah, it's yeah. true. I mean, like it it does make you think. Well, maybe this person isn't for me, and it kind of like waters down commitment these days. That's why people don't understand that like marriage is supposed to be because like you really for whatever reason, want to be with this person for the rest of their lives, not like three years yeah. well, or yeah. seven yeah. years or until you met Debbie at the grocery store. <laughs> like, that, I mean, that, I mean, that's, or, I mean, that, I don't know. I feel like this problem has been a problem. It's just now it's a, it's presented in a new way. It's just easier. It's, I think. I mean, I shouldn't say easier, but it's the access yeah. is easier. You know what I mean? Like before yes. you had to. It's convenient. It's yeah. way more convenient. Before you had to go actually like look at people. Now <laughs> you don't. You just talk to them on the internet. Like, it's like one screenshot. You'd be like, okay, you know what? I love this person. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Like, look, as a, as a person whose ex was having extracurricular activities, I understand the concept. Like, I, I can appreciate the idea yeah. of it all. And it's rough. And it's mm-hmm. it's funny because, I, you know, I thought about it for myself. It's like, not that I'm, you know, not that women were scratching at my door or anything, but I'm like, I guess I could have technically done the same thing. The only thing is... For you me, didn't because you were loyal. Well, yeah, yeah. That well, that that and that's kind of part of my, that's kind of part of my template of whether I know I'm, I'm in love or not, is when kind of I can appreciate when another woman is attractive, but I have no interest in like getting to know them. I'm just like, yes, well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of my template that I know. I'm like, well, I must be in love with this person because all other people kind of become just not. Yeah. They're just pretty. Yeah, they're just like, well, I can appreciate that they're attractive, but I have no interest in getting to know anything about them. But at least they're yeah. pretty. And I think that's something that uh, is a really good indicator for people. You know, if you want to know whether or not you're in love, what do other people look like to you? Do you still, yeah, how do you feel towards them? And for me, that was definitely the biggest factor. And so when, and that's of course the biggest factor when you know someone's fallen out of love with you because, well, they are they are willing to get to know, you know, mm-hmm. good looking guy over there or good looking girl over there. Like they are willing to get to know them and and do stuff with them. Yeah, you know, and, and they're with them instead of with you, like yeah. they're supposed to be. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is my section of this area. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's they're just a friend. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you I was with them. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just be honest. God damn it! Let me get out of here with some dignity. Come on. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and unfortunately, you know, there's there is a pride thing going on with that as well. And there's yeah. also, yeah, I mean, they care. The other person, quote unquote, cares enough about you to try not to hurt your feelings too much. I guess I'm not really sure. Mm. But, some of it is just not one get caught that too so yeah that too and and when you're married from my experience like it's it it's complicated because you have a lease together you have property together you have furniture together so i can i i can see why it wasn't easy for her to just be like listen we need to talk this is over let's separate this like adults. I right. see very quickly how it becomes there's someone else involved and now I'm not talking to you for months and I'm disappearing. Like I can see how it happens because it's, it's, it's so much easier to just evade what needs to happen and like, or avoid it and go on with your life basically, <laughs> because mm-hmm. no one wants to feel bad, even if you're doing a bad thing, you know? So, 
That's, I don't uh, know. Yeah. This is a crappy part about relationships. Yeah. This is why I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we need to get back. I guess we need to step away from it as well. Because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of positive to it. You know, mm-hmm. there's a, there really is a lot of positive, especially, um, like you said, you know a lot of people who have lasted the long haul and yeah. have been in relationships forever and they're still in love. Like, I mean, you know, people... They're sp- disgusting, too. <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> Kissing in public and like yeah, ugh. yeah, and then like um, I don't know, like they'll show me like text messages they send to each other, and I'm just like, you guys gotta stop, like. <laughs> but it's so fucking. I mean, it's cute. Like I can identify and be like, oh, that's sweet, that kind of thing. But it's it's one of those things where like when I see people in the street like this, I'm like, like in New York, oh my god, I don't even think they were in love. I'm pretty sure she was a hooker, so go <laughs> her. But they were like, oh my god, like just making out in this construction area, and it was at night, and he's like grabbing on her butt, and I was like, that is hideous. Like, I, it, well, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, that's that that is like everyone's definitely. Like, definition of what is appropriate here is different <laughs> and that's I, not- I, but no i i think well one thing i i look at my like my like my marriage that i had and i know that a lot of people on social media like they they post their their pictures with their families and and how happy they are and all that stuff dude in my actual relationship we did that that was all fake it was yes like, yeah. yes we were separated we were separated for like how many years but we would take pictures like, hey, we're so happy we're in this new location. Oh, happy yep. anniversary, babe. I couldn't do it without you. Blah, 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 blah. But you as soon as that picture was on, posted failure. on Instagram, mm-hmm. done on a uh, status update, was done on Facebook, we're back to sleeping in separate rooms. I mean, yep. that's social media, though. That's That could be all fake. Yeah. But that's that goes back to like the whole media making you think that you have to fit into a box. So even whenever it's over and it's done with, like you're still arbitrarily doing these things that other people think that you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Which further complicates the concept of love because it yep. is, we, there is this need to put up a persona, to put up an image that your that social media demands of you. Because the moment you put something depressing on social media, you can easily yeah. become a pariah on, online, and you, you know that's why I've avoided it as much as I could. I used to be. I able, don't. No, no. Look, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate Tony's openness online because yes. it, it it feeds my like. Well, because I I don't. And you I have, just tell me your problem. I'll post it. Up exactly. <laughs> and maybe I will. Maybe I will. Because yeah, you know, I it's it's tough to kind of talk about anything negative because nobody likes that and nobody pays attention to it usually but people need a way to vent and um those people who post only the romantic pictures oh look how in love we are those are the ones who are trying way too hard for a reason usually um there are some who are genuine i'm not gonna you know i'd I'd be you know uh, i'd be foolish to say that there weren't some who are genuine but the ones, the couples you know who are success, successful are the ones who really don't post that often, you know, about themselves. They kind of just, they talk about yeah. life. They do their own thing. Because they're too busy with each other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They don't have to, they don't have a second to like, hold on, I need to take a selfie with us and the and our noodles that we're eating right now. 
Yeah, like that guy riding away in his motorcycle. Like he's just, <laughs> like, he's too busy. But he's, yeah, and you know, I Dan, I'm completely guilty of that. Like, and I have friends who are not significantly. Well, I got to where like we wouldn't hang out with people. So my friends who are actually close to me now are like, oh yeah, no, you 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 weren't happy. You weren't yourself. Like no matter what you tried to tell us, we could see it. But then I have other friends that were like, but you look so happy in your pictures. Like you look genuinely happy. Bitch. I took acting classes my entire freaking life. <laughs> Listen, and you know this. So why are you playing games right now? But yeah, my, my ex was the kind of person actually that never really posted anything about me. Oh, see, that's and another, I, yeah. That is also a bad thing. I think that there is there is too much and disgusting. And I think every relationship goes to that in the beginning and it's fine. I just deal with it like your baby pictures. (laughs) But there's also like too much and disgusting and it's over a long period of time. And it's like it's. (laughs) It's fake. And then there's people who ref- like won't post anything. And to me, that that's shady. You have to be like somewhere in the middle. For me, yeah. I'm going to be somewhere in the middle. And I'm going to be somewhere that's like, it's probably not even directly like that I'm seeing a person or something like that. So it's, I don't know. I just, <laughs> it's a sign my of ex yeah. though, it was, it, that is true though. It was definitely like, we just, took trips and posted pictures like everything was fine and people were like what do you mean you're not together anymore <laughs> yeah yeah oh man well here we go again going down that dark path i guess that's i guess that's just part of <laughs> it's love the wrong right? crowd. it's well, the wrong crowd but it kind of it's it's kind of a part of it like right now you know i mean the, the ultimate i guess the question is you know are any of us experiencing love right now like, are we in that? Are we in that boat? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so, uh, <laughs> it's a legitimate. Well, I, que- I got a face. I got a face. I'm, uh, it's a legitimate I, question. I, I, I am. I am right now. I feel. I am right now. And I, I was really curious about what. Go on. Go on. Sorry. What this would go. What the this conversation would be like because, um, again, even it doesn't matter how old you are you're always going to question do i am i in love i mean um because i i've always been known to be like a serial monogamist Mm -hmm. like i would say things like you know what this relationship didn't work out i'm gonna be single for a while i'm done i don't want to do this all of a sudden a, a week later i'm dating someone seriously i mean i just i can't but i think i'm just like a i've always been like a weird like romantic you know i guess oh you love love um but the what you had said earlier, Francis, about the whole, you know, uh, yeah, there's pretty people everywhere, but I don't want anything to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I, I mean, that's exactly how I feel. Like, you know, the girl that I'm currently dating, I mean, um, we share a lot in common also. And it was a, it, it, I do believe in like fate and like destiny and like, people i mean i guess the timing has to be correct sure and we we both went through our issues she had her divorce i had my divorce and then it just kind of fit like things just automatically fit and um i get kind of nervous i get kind of scared um i guess because for me what scares people off the most um i guess is my constant like paranoia my my anxiety about 
does this person still feel the same? Yeah. Um, that, that, that text message, used, those text messages used to be paragraphs. Now they're only two words. Um, you know, they didn't What's call wrong? me in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I constantly, I guess, like still battle with that. Like, oh, you know, she didn't call me um, in the last like five hours. She's probably mad at me. I mean, she doesn't like, you know, want to be with me anymore. It's just weird downward spiral. It's pretty sad, actually. But that's how I know I'm in love, though. Because I feel that way. Wait, back the truck up. You're telling me. <laughs> I like that working with this. Oh, you know. <laughs> when you hear it, you got to go with it. Um, oh, that's good, though. Okay. Well, we have one yeah. out of the way. <clears throat> so I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I, I guess I'll go with me. I'm, I, I don't, I'm not. I mean, I'm still, I guess I'm still in, on the lookout. Um Waiting for that. Uh, I'm, I'm still waiting for that whole serendipitous thing to happen. Well, whether it will or not, I don't know. But um, it's nice to know that other people are happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad that other people are experiencing. I mean, it's funny because I haven't really had that emotion for like the last decade. And it's it's hard to kind of, like, I don't know, as someone who had that stuff before and to think, well, could it ever happen again? Uh, weirds me out a little bit because it's been it's been a decade. It's been long. It's been a long time since anything like that has happened. So to think that it could again is a little disconcerting because you you never know. Um, it, it's uncharted territory all over again. And unlike you, who's like, well, pff, yeah, I, the only serial for me is the the Lucky Charms. I'm a, mono- a serial monogamist. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't. You know, I mean, I get it, but. For me, it's just I don't know. Like I don't know if uh, who knows what'll happen. I guess. I mean, no, I mean, I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be. It's like, like I said, I'll have periods where I'm like, you know, especially right after, like, you know, um, like a long relationship, and the pain and like whatever I, I had to go through. It was like I, I just can't deal with anybody right now. I, I'm not, you know, my mm-hmm. mind's not right. I just don't feel it. But I don't know. It just for me, I just fall right back in, and it's just. I, maybe it could be just like, you know, my upbringing where it was like, you know, all the movies that I watched, I was real big in romantic like movies. And um, I don't know what it is. It's just I, I feel a lot, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't mean to be. Well, uh, that's good. I mean, feeling a lot, is not, there's nothing wrong with feeling a lot. That's good. No. And it's good that even after like being hurt that you've you've been able to to find someone. And even though like you get paranoid and things like that. Cause I can completely identify with that. Um, I have obviously not had any successful relationships in my past. Um, and it's, it's me and it's them and it's age and it's timing and it's, it's a lot of different things. And I think now with like us, like, I think we're all in our thirties, which is a good age to do stuff. Yeah. Um, you actually know who you are for the most part at this point, people are going to change and grow all the time that happens. But like you have your basics down. Um, whereas like, you know, relationships that I had in the past, they started in my twenties and that's not, those are really, really, really hard to keep because you grow and you change so much in between your twenties to your thirties. Um, I will say that, um, I also have that, urge that, okay, well, this person hasn't talked to me in, I don't know. Now I've gotten to where it's not like 20 minutes. It's like a few hours. And I'm like, is she mad at me <laughs> or something yeah. like that? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, 
Um, but in my past, it was way worse because I was conditioned to think like that. And that is a problem. Yeah. Um, but um, I guess I should answer the question like everyone else. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say, just because I like to be private, um, there is something in my future. Oh, really? Good. All right. Future's always I good. Will, I will, uh, wait, wait, I will that doesn't, say that. Well, uh, that, I mean, that, I guess that kind of answers the question. Yeah. I don't I have to so. answer a question the way you want. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I guess that kind of answers the question. So, you, yeah. So, there's some type of emotion involved in your, involved in your life at the moment. So, that's good. Yes, Positive. there is. Positive yes. romantic emotion. That's good. Okay. See? Yes. I'm jealous of both of you. <laughs> I would like, so, I would like some I, of that. I am also the person. So I, I get into relationships, but I have never in my life until this last one at the end of it mm-hmm. said, I don't want to date. Like, because I was being honest with myself. Like, yeah. I just, I don't need that. I didn't. And so the potential future in my current situation um, has presented me with an alternative facts. So <laughs> it, See, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, I don't know. I, I'm fine on my own and I will hop from relationship to relationship. So this, what is happening now is not me just hopping. Like it's just something that's just happening. Which is, like, yeah. Again, both of you with your serendipitous situations of just like things just happen to roll into place. Like, God, you guys are killing me here. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, bud. I know, I know. It, it, no, look, but, but no, but remember, friends, man. I mean, we we got those, you know, that that single date, you know, was that a uh, speed dating thing that we're trying to get you oh, on, man? I mean, oh my God, be, please do it and video uh, it. Oh God, I, we can't yeah, video and, it. But and these are all like cons, man. These this is nerdy speed dating, dude. This is, I think, we found it. Uh, I, I don't know about that, but either way, I mean, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I think of it this way, no, because I think Fine. of it. Well, I just look at it this way, you know, um, the, uh, the con that kind of is what has spoiled me, or that's kind of the, the, the misconception that has spoiled me thanks to these romantic films and these, uh, Disney movies where a lot of people say, well, uh, those, those movies and, and cinema and music say, Hey, by the way, it's just going to happen. Like you don't have to really put too much effort into it. It's just when when the time comes, it comes. Like ooh, you know, very very mysterious. While for most people, it's like okay, I gotta go on these dates. I gotta do this. And I think Dan and I are were in the same boat with you, Tony. Where we don't want to. Like I don't have any time or effort to go into the dating scene. I'm, that's exhausting. Yeah. I think the whole like yeah. it happens when it happens. It's gonna happen. Does not apply to you actively going out and speed dating and getting on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. trying to find someone yeah. these i will say present situation is the only one that i can say this about it is absolutely something that like just came along yeah it was like, like fate, it was faded in the stars so to speak yeah Both. you can say that yeah <laughs> space yes Deep space yes <laughs> anyway <laughs> Um, yeah, like, there you go. I, I like, I like a little bit of that. I like a little bit of the, uh, a little bit of that. Um, who knows? Never, you never know. But, uh, I guess in general it's, so wait a minute. So out of curiosity then, Tony, so, so someone who hasn't felt what 
love is? Is this something very close to it, at least? Is this something that's at least approaching the concept of what you think love is? It scares the shit out of me, so I think uh-huh. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's it then. I think. I <laughs> yeah, think that's you, it. There you go. I that's think you hit it. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you hit it right on the mark then. Because yeah, yeah, I actually am actively like, uh, oh boy, like <laughs> I say in my head a lot, steady girl, steady. Yeah. Like so. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to. I've never had to have like an inner monologue with myself before <laughs> about this. <laughs> So, Ooh, yeah, we'll have to get back to you on that one when uh, th- when dominoes all fall. Then I guess because <laughs> yes. I'm curious to see yes. whether that. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith. I have faith. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, that's what's uh, getting to me then uh, with, with this whole love thing. So, have we answered your question there, Dan? Have we? Have we? Uh, have we appropriately? I think, I think so. Reached the concept? Um, I, I mean, it's still like I said, like it's still confusing. I mean, because I mean, I like I said, it doesn't matter like how old you are to be able to find it. Because I mean, I have a daughter, and you know, mm-hmm. she's nine years old, and I know that I'm gonna have to explain this to her, you know, sometime. Yeah. Which hopefully, you know, not for a very long time. Um, but I'm already starting to get the, uh, you know, the weird like signs where I'll find like notes in her pocket. And there'll be a note saying like, you know, because I'm nosy as hell. Um, I'll open up the note and it would say to blah, blah, blah. Is it true that you think I'm cute? Meet me at recess. And Aww. Mm. no one ever gave me a note like that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know. I, I never got that either. So uh, maybe I, I need did to get, get advice a carnation my one time. Um, Ooh, well, that's pretty good. A carnation's pretty. Car- pretty... No, they're not. They're, that's a trash flower. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> unless you're a kid, only if you're a kid, it's not right. Like if you're an adult. Well, no. When I was when I was young, I was head over heels about it. Like, yeah. but uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, no, but I, I wonder. I mean, I I'm sure I'm gonna have to get that. Like, I could see my future where she's like 13. And like I'm like, baby, you're not in love. And she's like, but I'm in love. I hate you. And then she runs away. You know, I can see so, that happening, and then having she, to explain what love is. You know. Um, yeah, but she can be in love though, because that is love yes. for her age. Yeah, it may not the be like love. forever and ever love, but that is love for her moment. So I would never say you're not in love. Yeah. Don't don't define that for her, because as we've talked about like it is a different thing for everyone else but when it goes south i would absolutely reiterate that it's not the end of the world in the nicest way possible that's what my grandpa does and it works yeah because i mean i I experienced my (laughs) first quote-unquote love when i was 12 and i even then i was like Uh, shit i was in love with major kira yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, my, yeah, but I mean, this was this wasn't a person on TV. No, <laughs> I was in love with her. No one can ever tell me any different. So well, yeah, I will tract and say that I have been in love one time. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh, dreams do come true. Um, uh, yeah, no, I yeah. So I mean, at that young age, <laughs> it did. She kissed me on the cheek. She kissed you on the cheek. <laughs> I promise, no more, no more inside jokes on that one. Um, but there you go. <laughs> we have picture evidence of a kiss on the cheek. Um, I do. No, but uh, at, at a young age, at twelve, at thirteen, if you happen to find that, you know, because your hormones are, re- your your chemistry is changing, your hormones are changing, I think that's perfectly fine for someone to say I'm in love and just kind of playing along with it. I mean, I don't see any harm in it, at least, you know, yeah. because it it kind of 
you know, it, hopefully it'll be a template for what, again, what love is for them in the future. It's like, if it's a good thing, if it's a, like, they're just, you know, that's playing. where you start figuring it out, yeah. like what you do and don't want to put up with. Exactly. So, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving parental advice. I just have cats. <laughs> hey, you're, you're a cat parent. You're a cat parent. It's all, it's all Completely like- dismiss me because I never have to have this talk with them. So it's fine. But yeah, I remember being little and being sad that someone like stopped liking me and my grandpa just being like, well, you know what? <sighs> you're still breathing. So it's okay. Yeah. And like, he still does that. And the most recent one was really hard because it was a very difficult time in my life. So he didn't put it that way, but the other day he said it to me. So I was like, well, there it was. You just waited, but it definitely is something that I, I, you know, I think when you're little, just like how with anything, like you can be sure of something, even if it's not like definitionally what you would define the same thing as when you're in your thirties. But it definitely crushes them. So don't don't tell her. Because if you tell her that she's not in love, she'll feel stupid. And that you don't want her to feel stupid. Coming from a girl, like, that is where that will go. So just, that's my concern so, there. Is don't, don't say you're not in love. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You're only 13. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned. No, but, uh, actually, you know what? That's actually, you know, this whole discussion that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that really like hit a point with me what you said about that's love that's what love is for that age yeah you know um, you know because when I was a kid watching the movies or listening to the songs the R&B songs in the 90s and you're like that's what love is but that's love for that age you know um, so it's just I never I never really looked at it like that where it was like for that age, that's what love is. And when you get older, it's a different thing. And when you're like 50, it's a different thing. Um, and that's awesome, though, because it's like I really feel like I actually learned something about that. Um, See, Tony doesn't need to be a parent. She was she was a daughter once. So she understands. Yeah. Yeah, so she understands. I still am. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. You still are. <laughs> I guess you never stopped being a daughter. Today, today he calls me and he's like, you haven't talked to me in a month. And I was like, Bill, I left you a voice message a week ago and you did not return my phone call. And he goes, well, I don't know how to use this phone. And I'm like, well, you called me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everything is always my fault. (laughs) Just (laughs) Yeah. If you ever like need ideas, I, I do remember like going through stuff like that with him because he's, he's so funny and he is why the way I am in this particular area. Cause my grandpa, like for him, it was only ever my grandma and you know, then my grandma died and like now he has a girlfriend and they're, they're in love. They're very happy together. Like it's, they're very in love and it's really gross. Um, but like he was the same way with my grandma though, super affectionate, that kind of thing. And he really wasn't that kind of person with anyone else. So he like, I mean, he loved like me and my brother, like, you know, and he, we knew that, but like with his friends, that kind of thing. Cause you know, there are some people that are just affectionate people. He was really only like that with her. And that is for me, my ear marker of like, how do I know I'm in love is 
do I want to be affectionate? And so far it's been no up until this point. So that's another like thing, but he definitely, if you ever want to spitball like things you shouldn't say to a girl, come to me because my grandpa had no idea how to talk (laughs) because they had sons, Ah. they didn't have daughters. And so I was the first granddaughter and they ended up having to raise me and my brother. Um, and yeah, my entire life has been trial and error. So (laughs) just, (laughs) he did fine. I'm fine. Um, so yeah, I can definitely tell you how to and not to phrase things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got you. <laughs> there you go. Thank oh, look you. At that. I, yeah, I mean, my my future uh, teenager thanks you. She doesn't know it yet. She will. But, uh, <laughs> she will. This was a pivotal yeah. moment in her it's growing a- up. <laughs> oh yeah, and you're about to hit him. Like oh, you're not. Yeah. She's nine now. Oh, you're getting close. Like um, I'm so scared. Uh, really, <laughs> you should but, um, be. <laughs> but uh, I think I want to. You know, thank you both for for being on this show it was very awesome i know we uh touch on a whole spectrum of things from you know what love is to um what it isn't to what it could be and that it's different at like every age so um i want thank you both thank you tony and francis for being on this it was completely awesome i had so much fun and uh yeah i mean it, it was very therapeutic Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, And I also want to reiterate, because I know we made fun of someone that I hadn't listened to the episode about. Um, Just because he's disgusting in love doesn't mean that, like, he's not really in love. Oh, yeah. So let him be in love. Let him be disgusting and happy. And when I date, and when I say disgusting, just know it's affectionate. I'm just not good with these words. Love stuff is weird for me, okay, dude. Love stuff is weird for everyone, which is which is why it's so great. It's really weird for everybody. I only do this alone. I watch the lovey movies when I'm alone. (laughs) 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 So we will we'll definitely uh, work on getting the update later. Yeah. On oh, that'd be so amazing. Can I be a part of that podcast too? (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited about that. You know, we're gonna have like a. Like a like a Maury Povich like recap show. Oh, oh my god, uh, you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so excited. Hopefully, we won't have any of that. You are not the father on my show. But, um, but yeah, a recap show like that—that would be totally awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that would be cool. Just to kind of show the progression, even if it goes to shit. Like, just hey, and maybe I'll be in love by then. You never know. Yes, You yes. never know, Francis. There is always hope, and if there's not, there's sex toys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> there's no better way to end a podcast than with that, I don't think. <laughs> On that That's note... what we need to have a show about. <laughs> yeah. I am an expert there. <laughs> yeah, I might be getting you on a different show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Well, thank you again. Um, thank I you. guess... Uh, until next time on one another so if you want to talk to anyone on this show or talk more further you can contact me on when a nerd starts over at gmail.com before we go though uh tony if people want to uh follow you i mean is there anything you want to plug um yeah you can follow me on twitter my account is a bad wolf the wolf has a u instead of an o in it it's a private account so just request it um and 
my show is Fan Drunk. We have a podcast that's about like things that people go crazy about that kind of have like cult followings and like just that feeling of actually being in love about a fandom and not mm-hmm. a person. Um, so you can find us at Fan Drunk Pod on Twitter. Um, you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud underneath 82 bit um, studios, which is our production company. Mm-hmm. Awesome, yeah. awesome. And uh, Mr. Francis, you want to repeat again where we can catch you? Uh, SincereSarcasm.net is the website for all of my stuff, at aka the other guy on Twitter. That's my everything. If You find you can find that Instagram, Twitch, whatever you want to go. You can find aka the other guy. That's me everywhere. And I and uh, part of the Points of Interest Podcast Network, where we have other shows like Conventional Wisdom, and we talk about San Diego Comic-Con on that show. So check that out. That's it. Also, right. Also, <laughs> I mean, also, um, I, I guess, I'll, I guess, like you know, officially, also oh, yeah, part officially. of uh, Nordic Nerd. Yeah. So your other podcast and Ordinary Nerd. I'm now. If you go to their website, I'm actually part of the host page. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> so it's I have like another. I have another podcast. Like I don't have enough already. <laughs> I know. They just breed. They're yeah. like they're like rabbits. That's my love is podcasts. My podcasts are my first love. I love you, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I, on that on that actual show, it hasn't like I guess you'd be more of a featured person, a behind the scenes type person, because you know, of course, you're you know far away. But um, you know, but that's exciting news. So, but we'll mm-hmm. get in more into that like later. But yeah. again, thank you guys both, and uh, we'll end it on that note. Well, you guys have a again, I guess they have a good night. Like we're gonna hang up phones, but, but <laughs> thank you for being on the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Bye. Hopefully, we'll, 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 we'll get you guys back on again soon. Thanks. <laughs>